So you're ready to ask the biggest question of your life. The only question before that question. How do you find the perfect ring to ask it with? With the incredible selection of diamonds at Jared and our price match guarantee, you can dare to stop searching and find the perfect diamond at a price you'll love. Visit your local Jared store today and dare to be devoted. We promise to match any price on a like loose certified diamond of the same quality from any other jewelry retailer. See jared.com slash price match for details. Hello, and welcome to Everyday Connection with your hosts, Rico Shields and Jean Victoria Norlock. Bringing your inner life to your everyday life. Welcome, everybody to this, what seems to be Thursday, Thursday edition of Everyday Connection. I'm Rico Shields, and here, well, over there, Jean Victoria Norlock. How are you, Jean? Good, Rick. How are you doing? As long as I don't have more than one clock in the room, I'm okay. Oh, goodness. What day is it? What year is it? Uh, What month? I don't know. I don't know. I'm looking around, and I'm thinking it's got to be the year 2013, though. What is going on on the planet now? Right. (laughs) We have humble popes, um, and I just... I mean, I I, I think I I had just said on the last episode that, you know, well, I had said to you on the phone, it was since the last episode, but um, that this is the guy that turned down his limo when he was archbishop and rode the bus and of course he won't be able to do that as pope and his first ride on a motor vehicle as pope he sent the limo away and rode the bus so that's what i did <laughs> for predicting the future i'll just be quiet oh it's just i again don't i i don't have very many words except for um well it's about time and uh thank god well obviously <laughs> That's a bit cliche given the circumstances, but um, I'm excited. I'm excited to see what he does. I'm excited. I really am. I think it's going to be fun. I, I do, and um, we're going to talk about that a little bit tonight. I think with our guest, and um, so we might as well just get to it because she's been here before. She's been here before, so we don't have to ask the big question. We she's passed the patience test, and mm-hmm. what would we banter about? Why would we leave her out of the banter? So joining us again. Uh, uh, another one in the wilds of Canada up there, Nancy Goss. How are you, Nancy? I'm I'm great, and I think it's funny you refer to the wilds of Canada because I I'm from Newfoundland originally, so you can't get more wild than the rugged shores of Newfoundland. I tell you, right. <laughs> so now I'm in the wilds of Nor of Central Ontario. So <laughs> I make my way around. This is actually kind of calm compared to yeah. Newfoundland. Well, yeah, surprisingly (laughs) enough. (laughs) Go figure. (laughs) Maybe that's why they booted me out. (laughs) It's too exciting around here. You go excite people. Yeah, well, you know, I've been been called a shit disturber, so who knows? (laughs) We've been called that. Well, well, coincidence. I think not. Several times. (laughs) Several times. 
You yeah. can't say that. Well, we did. <laughs> what do you say about it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so um, this whole what do you hope? think about all this? this yeah. whole, well, it's, you know what? It's interesting because I'm not Catholic. I've I've never been one to really pay close attention to the news, especially not in regards to, you know, religious whatever. But in the last, uh, I don't know, the last year, it, it seems like there's more of an interest for me. And, and not that I'm becoming interested in religion as such, but I think, you know, like we chatted earlier before the show about um, the whole concept of stories that we share in. And I think it's becoming more and more evident that the the world that is unfolding, the world that we're creating, is it's stemming from our own conscious creation of creating the images in the world that we want to see in the world. So to have this Pope who turns down a seat on the throne and moves to the floor to, you know, just stand with the people says a lot about the kind of world we're creating. And that's something to be celebrated regardless of what religion or what following or anything it just it makes a statement for humanity, never mind religion. It absolutely does, and I think that's that's what we want to stress the most. And, and what Rick and I have been talking about on the show is that, yeah, okay, we hear about a lot about the religion causing division, and yes, okay, the church has done some things in the past, and we understand that. And I myself have gone down the anti-Catholic, anti-Christian path at one time or another because I was seeing stuff go wrong in my mind, and I was like, that's not nice. Like I don't like that energy. But in retrospect, when I part of my journey on this show has been to realize that there are millions of people around the world that rely on the Catholic Church for, for their faith, for God, for hope, and for inspiration. And we do all for the fall of a church that guides millions of people into a more positive direction. Uh, it, the idea to me to hope for the church to fall at this point is, is so ludicrous it doesn't even bear thinking about. But what we could hope for is a shift in the right direction. You know, well, I, mean, I mean, religion's two, not going to disappear. Out of the two, which would be easier? Because well, a collapse yeah. of anything that supports that many people in one way or another mm-hmm. is just would be horrendous, devastating. Hurt? Yeah. Well, and you know, I'm so uh, shifting, gentle shifting, uh, ease and grace. Like and and, and that's just it. You know, there's a common thread that people rely on that whether it's religion or whether it's the, you know the church of nature or whether it's your not believing in anything is in effect believing in something so i think there's a thread that unites people and i i know even from my own journey and coming into awareness like i recognize places along my path where i really strayed off the path but i had a, a clear recognition of that middle path that always brought me back to, you know, help me move forward. And Roman Catholic, you know, the, the structures of religion, whether it's Roman Catholic, United, Anglican, Protestant, whatever religious um, affiliation you have, there's a thread of something that keeps people united. So I don't, personally, I don't think it's about getting rid of church or getting rid of religion, it's about recognizing that common thread that is the grounding force for all of us. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. Couldn't have said it better myself. That's, that's exactly it. And I think finally we're stepping into a space of allowance for that. And I think that, um, you know, a, a large part of the the animosity towards the church has been this gross display Mm-hmm. almost disregard for people's needs and this gross display of wealth. And here is this humble little man who comes along and says, why should I sit in a fr- on a throne when the rest of my fellow men are standing? Mm-hmm. That to me does not make sense. Why should I travel in a limo when my fellow cardinals are traveling on buses? That to me does not make sense. Yeah. And, and so, I really and believe is- that, that, that he couldn't get away with selling the Vatican. But when he became the Archbishop of Argentina, he sold the Archdiocese mansion and moved into an apartment. Mm-hmm. And gave the money to the poor. <laughs> and rode the bus and the subway and cooked for himself and used to take great pride in telling other cardinals that he cooked for himself. Well, to me, it's very representative of the, the idea of the structures that we base our entire belief system on. That when I look at organized religion, that you know, there's certain rituals or protocols or rules that you know guide through the whole process. And you know, a lot of people who are angry at the church want to just like get rid of those rules because they don't want to follow rules or structures or whatever. But I think that simple act of you know not sitting on that throne and just walking down to greet the cardinals shows that the structures are not as solid as we think they are that they're only as solid as we give them belief that they're solid. So I think anything yeah. is possible. It, it's just a matter of us changing our perspective and changing our minds about what those structures represent. Absolutely, and particularly the the holding in mind that anything is inflexible mm-hmm. uh, because that just has a tendency to make it rather inflexible. It's... Uh, <laughs> You know, this creating your reality thing. Let's just don't. You know, I, I I've to, I told someone in my life one time. I said, if you can't think positive thoughts about my future, just don't think about it. <laughs> you know, yeah. I was like, you don't have to think positive thoughts, but if you can't, just don't think about it. Don't sit yeah. and dwell on how horrible it's going to be for me because I don't need any help in that department. <laughs> <laughs> You did just fine yeah. on your own. <laughs> exactly. And I think that's that's where we are. I mean we have we have stepped into a place we're in a free will zone. We always have been in a free will zone. We've stepped into a space of energy where we acknowledge the free will zone and now it's time to choose. What are you gonna focus your attention on? Are you gonna focus it on the shortcomings or are you gonna focus it on the glorious, amazing gift that is being? So, you know, I mean and that I think that's what it's about. And we're going to see a lot of those opportunities coming up in mm-hmm. in the next year. I think that's get really up in people's faces. They have a choice. They have every step of the way. You can either look at, at what is maybe not perfect about the situation, or you can look at what has the potential to be perfect about the situation and and consciously create our reality through our choices. Mm-hmm. 
Well, you know, the, a turning point for me was, um, you know, studying the Course in Miracles, and, and within the Course in Miracles, there's a, a concept of there being there is no mistake that you simply make a choice and then live the experience of that choice. So that for me was a huge turning point in how I chose to experience the rest of my life. So now when I'm encountering any situation that is troublesome or, you know, like a friend comes to talk to me and they're dealing with this big issue and whatever, it's so much easier and less frightening to realize that, you know, I don't have to feel pressured about whether I do or don't. It's more about what can I live with and feel okay that I've made my choice. And today, again, having lunch with a friend, she was telling me about the scenario about a young girl that she has in, in foster care with her. And this girl is going through some really difficult times. And I said to her, you know, ultimately at the end of the day, it doesn't matter if she ends up staying with you or She's sent back to be with her family. The point is she came to live with you for a reason, and you're planting some positive seeds in her life. Somewhere down the line, those seeds will take fruit, and it will be based on her choices in her life to you know, choose how she uses those seeds, chooses how to water it, how to nurture it, and you go ahead and live her life based on that. That's absolutely astounding, Nancy, because I had a, a really good conversation with a, a good friend of mine today mm-hmm. about a very similar topic. She yeah. is a nanny. She's a mm-hmm. nanny, and um, she saw the child doing something that was, uh, you know, not conducive to a positive outcome mm-hmm. when, you're, when you're dealing with other people. Basically, the child was whispering and keeping secrets and and doing stuff like that. And she could see that the child didn't feel comfortable about doing that, but was doing it anyway. So she brought it up to the surface and said, you know, in front of the parent and and child and and kind of, you know, talked it out with the child. And apparently the mother did not react well to this at first. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you've kind of, you've kind of crossed a line and, so my friend says, you know, I don't even know if I'm going to have a job at the end of the day. I said, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you never see that kid again. The the point and the truth of the matter is, is that you have planted a very valuable seed in her little heart at a very important time in her life. And she will nurture that and it will go and expand within her regardless of what the outcome is. And as far as your job is, you've done, you stood on your truth of your being, you've done what you felt was right, so don't worry about where you're going to be in a week because the universe will provide and it'll be fine. And she was like, yeah, I can see that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's the difference between this year and last year where she might have been completely panicked and she might not have even mentioned what she had, you know, the this thing that she saw, she might not have even mentioned it to the mother for fear of losing her job. Yeah. And that's, so, that, to me, is an example of, you know, what doing your real work is all about. That I ha- I encounter a lot of people coming forward now with, you know, th- this um, uncomfortableness, like feeling like, oh, something just doesn't feel right. And, you know, and the whole idea of work versus, you know, following your soul path that um, is sometimes mutually exclusive more often now 
know, I'm seeing that people are recognizing that, you know, they're wanting. And it's not about what we're doing, but how we're doing it. And we respond from that place of that voice, that inner wisdom saying, you know, I have some insight about this and I need to share it. The more we share it, the more we're planting those positive seeds. And that kind of presence is what is moving us forward, you know, as humanity, as the bigger picture, the more that we all speak from that place of honesty and truth, even if it's a tiny little phrase or word or thought that is shared, it has a ripple effect and it's it's moving forward. Absolutely. Absolutely. Every, people are... Well... Carry on. I was just going to say, every single instance of someone standing on their truth mm-hmm. it, it expands the energy of it's okay to stand on your truth yes and so then somebody else will stand on their truth and sometimes almost like right after they finish saying it go oh did i say yeah. that out loud <laughs> yeah but you know the, another interesting thing I've been noticing too is that people are starting to be more willing to speak those truths because on, unlike the fears that we've created in our mind that well I can't say that because you know this is going to happen people are not going to like me I'm going to lose my job I'm going to get fired you know all of those fears I think people are starting to recognize that hey you know I just spoke this truth and the world didn't fall apart <laughs> People still like me, so hey, maybe I can speak another truth, and it's all okay. And then there's an, an energy that comes behind that, that, you know, it's like the wind in our sails. It's like, woohoo, I did that. Well, then now I can go and do this other thing. And before you know it, you're just spewing off all this truth, and you didn't even realize that you were doing it. That's absolutely right. And, and not to mention the fact that along the way, we're, you know, it rewards us an opportunity, a golden opportunity to set our boundaries. Because to be quite honest, um, in the energy that I want to live in, if I speak to the truth to somebody and they can't value that or appreciate it or accept it, then I shouldn't have to argue my point. It's, mm-hmm. you know, this is how I feel. And you can accept it, you can not accept it. But if you're not accepting, take your angst and go not accept it somewhere else. You know, and that's that that lack, that sort of lack that we've been holding on to for so long, I'm going to lose my job, I'm going to lose my friend, I'm going to lose my house, I'm going to lose my, 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 because, you know, I'll I'll be without. And as people step into the strength of their being and they realize that there is no without, because it's Mm -hmm. all within, then there's nothing for them to lose. So they're like, oh, okay, I can speak. And it's okay. It's safe. Mm Mm-hmm. I, you know, I keep thinking about this this message that I I received. Um, it was roughly about four years ago, and I I was at a place in my life where I was really struggling with making some big decisions about you know what the hell am I doing here? Like you know, am I doing the right thing? I was confused. I was lost, and at times I you know I, I was bordering on suicidal because I was just feeling so lost and didn't know what to be doing. And I, I remember walking out by the edge of the ocean there were like these rock facings there was a cliff there and I just sat down on the cliff and just I don't know for an hour or longer just watching the waves crashing and crashing and crashing and I just got so lost and this voice so clear said to me the structures will fall 
and it was it was like something was drummed inside me, just like burst of energy, and I had no clue really what that meant. And I spent the next you know, two, three years going over and over that in my mind, the structures will fall, the structures will fall. And I kept thinking that, oh, well, okay, we're having earthquakes. We're having, you know, you see all these, these wars breaking out and all this strife and things going on around me and people losing their jobs and factories shutting down and um, people being devastated with, with floods and all these things happening. And I assumed, okay, the structures are falling. You know, there's some earth thing going on here. But then I started to realize that actually the structures within our own mind, with our own our own psyche and the the kind of belief system that we're holding on to that are actually limiting us and causing us to be entrenched in a way of being that prevents us from being in our truth. Those are the structures that are falling. So when we have when we have these people in these moments like like your friend the nanny who recognize the situation that hey I need to say something here those are evidence that you know the, the old belief system the old structures that we've always operated from are giving out because they just they can't be supported anymore it just doesn't work anymore and that she hit the nail right on the head there, Rick, didn't she? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, and it, 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 so many people that have gotten the message have taken it so literally that, you know, okay, so the this thing we know, it's the banks, the governments, the church, the whatever it be, in in, in yeah, one of these they. corporations, those, them, them of they say, they. is going to have to collapse. And so against. then society's just going to... Mm-hmm. Come apart at the seams, and we're all go live in teepees. But see, all these structures are nothing more than the manifestation or the fabrication of a collective set of beliefs that we, as humanity, as a human race, have somehow decided to establish as a norm, as something that okay, this is acceptable, and this is the structure we're going to uphold. But now we're suddenly coming to the realization that, wait a minute, you know, if we only just fabricated this based on our old beliefs, then we can unfabricate it and base it on our new beliefs and new realizations that, hey, this structure doesn't have to be this way. We can reprogram it. We can, you know, remodel it. And from that, something really new and wonderful can emerge. And that's exactly it. That old energy of it's always been this way mm-hmm. just doesn't hold water with anybody anymore. They're just like, so? It's always yeah. been that way, so what? Yeah, We're creative beings. We're going to change how it is because we don't want it to be that way anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? it's, been been it's, there, done that, got the T-shirt, and enough. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. So the next thing now is, you know, the, the level of responsibility and ownership of taking the next step. And I have, you know, I have clients coming to me now who are very clear and saying, you know what, I know that this is not working anymore. I know that I have to make some changes. I'm scared, but here's what I know I need to do. Can you help me? And I see that happening more and more, that people are stronger in their convictions to say that, yep, it's time. I can't do this anymore. Let's get on with it. 
And that brings up something else that has has been kind of pummeling Rick and I this week is is how the role of um, quote unquote the healer has uh-huh. shifted as people step into the truth, the power of their being, and oh, start yeah. to recognize their divinity. It's no longer about healing anybody. It's about standing yeah. in the light of your truth, living your truth, living your passion living your dreams, and standing as an example to others so that when they come to you and say, how'd you do that? You can Uh, say, here's my story. I'll share it with you. Come walk with me a while. We'll talk about it. And then you can walk further on or you can go left or you can go right. And, you know, but for a while, I'll walk with you. I'll even hold your hand, (coughs) but I'm not going to hold you up. And I'm not going to tell you which direction to go in because I can't. It's, yep. You know, and that's that's the beauty of of this new energy is that um, I I I'm honored and privileged to work with some incredible people out there who in the past have seen themselves as healers and now see themselves as friends, guides, um, and I don't even use the word guide anymore. It's just I'm a friend. I'm going to be a friend to this person. Or um, and that and when, awesome uh, energy. Uh, was Paige was here and said, you know, I get paid to love people. Yeah, that's what she said about her job. As a a licensed therapist, you know, I get paid to love people. How awesome is that? Those were her words. And I was just like, that's it. That's what she said. Yeah, yeah. And that's it exactly. Um, Because when they they come to us and say, how would you do that? Well, I can show you how I did it, but I guarantee you that you're not going to do it the same way I did it, first of all. Um, But I can show you by having done it that it's possible to do. Mm -hmm. And I can stand here and encourage you to find your own way of of making that a reality for you. Um, But again, it's back to that. I can't do it for you anymore. You know, there was a time, yes, when we could. But and. And that's the the point, you know, like in my own journey as a healer, you know, part of undoing of my own structures was moving beyond that label as healer to say, okay, well, I'm the healer. I'm supposed to have the answers and I'm supposed to be the wise one who shows the way. But recognizing that, you know what, that's not how it is at all. It's about, like you were saying, that you walk side by side you share in the story together and that you create the story as you walk together and what i'm finding now is is that i feel more satisfied and i see more satisfaction from people i work with when we both cooperate in that process and i mean i've been pretty blunt with people when you know i've I've had a couple of examples of people coming that have said well they've tried this healing work you know it didn't work and da 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 but I tell people that if you encounter, a, you know, a healer, and I say that in quotations, yeah, if you encounter quote, a healer that tells you that they have the answers and they're going to give you the exact instructions, and if you do this, this, and this, and this, then all your problems are going to go away, then you need to head for the hills. Run. Absolutely, because they're full of shit. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're, it's just baloney. And there, yeah. there once was a day when... You could do that kind of, you know, physical healing, and mm-hmm. and have it be worth something. But um, it's just not. Now you can't. Gina and I were talking about uh, uh, yesterday. I think you you can't you can't do the 
spiritual healing sometimes without recognizing that there was a connection to something physical, but that that was just like the anchor on the end of the chain. It was, but it was the chain that was really holding you still. Yeah. Um, and um, and again, there's this, you know, there's this also very poignant reminder lately of that that the physical healing and the spiritual healing are not separate entities no. here at all. And in the past, they have been perhaps treated as separate entities, but this new holistic way of of healing um, is <clears throat> is such a blessing because we are spirit having a physical experience and we're a physical manifestation that has within it spirit. We're both. So it has to be treated as such. You can't separate the two. It's not spiritual healing versus healing. It's this and that, not this or that. You know, the, the the word, I think of the word itself, you know, spiritual, that there's so many connotations around what that is. And, you know, and, and I think people, myself included, sometimes it's confused. It's like, well, what is that really supposed to mean? But then, you know, yesterday I was thinking about it and I looked at it and I thought, if you if you break it down, spirit, you, all, that we are all spiritual that in and of itself, it doesn't mean anything. It's it's just a way of encapsulating an, an essence of something that we are already. So to have yeah. this separation of, well, that's not spiritual or that's spiritual or whatever, like it's non-existent really. It's just a matter of, you know, a tool or a way of defining something that helps it make more sense for our human brain to um, compute of course, because we still live in a duality. So yeah, there still yeah. has to be a way for us to acknowledge these differences. Uh, and, and I acknowledge, you know, I understand that. But at the same time, I mean, we're we're at the point now where, where we also have to acknowledge the unity of it all. And as you said earlier, the, the connection of it all. Um, and that's the point where we are now is that that unity yeah. is starting to, to permeate through. And when we see things like, you know, the Pope refusing to sit on a throne, you know, taking a bus instead of, you know, using a limo or some, whatever else, you know, that's an example of, of how that is permeating through and is becoming more um, away from the dual dualistic way of thinking about things. Mm -hmm. and, and it's it's... Awesome. It's I, I just can't say that word enough and I gotta find a new word. <laughs> because I've been saying it so much lately that I look at I look at everything and I'm just ah, oh, it's awesome. That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Everything is just so fabulous to be witnessing right now. I yeah. you know, it's like every time I turn my head I'm seeing something new that's really cool mm -hmm. that I just wanna swim in the energy of. And, and I'm I can't go in that many directions at once. There's too much coolness going on. And that, you know, how nice is that, though? Yeah, too much coolness well, to choose from. Awesome. And that, that's where, and that's where, you know, a simple breath where we just breathe and say, "Ah, oh, isn't this great?" <laughs> and you know, and then we just wait for the next awareness or the next experience or the next where, and we we just, you know, we swim in it. <laughs> We breathe it in. We just, you know, flow with it and, and just 
be in awe of all of it. And and it's awesome. Oh, there's the word again. I said, well, I'll change the word. It's fantastic because yeah. when somebody comes to me now and says, but what about this going on in the world? Um, like recently, a friend of mine wrote to me to ask me about the Viet. Um, the Vietnamese issues. I don't even know what they are because I, I wasn't paying attention. Um, <laughs> and I don't need a reminder, so please don't explain it to me. Um, but I remember writing back to her and saying, yes, but in the same week that you came out with this on the news, here's five things that I bet you didn't see. And I listed them all. I sent her the links, and I said, so focus over there. You know, maybe a year ago, I would have been able to find one. But now I had about 10 to choose from. So I told I chose the five coolest that I knew would resonate with her. Yeah. That is such an amazing space to be in. You mm-hmm. know, to be able to say, "Oh, here's five really cool things of the 10 really cool things that happened." Instead of that one eh not so fun thing that you're focused on right now. You know, I remember a conversation I had with um, a, a very dear friend of mine years and years ago, and we, we were talking about, you know, at the time we were talking about the, the brokenheartedness that you feel from um, a breakdown relationship when you feel absolutely so dated and so hurt because you put so much emotion and care and all, all that into it. And I, I remember saying, you know what, I would rather feel this extreme pain than to not feel anything. And that reminds me of what you were just saying, that, you know, when we see these devastating reports of things happening in the world or, you know, people in strife or painful situations, the good good side of that and the light that comes through that is the recognition that, you know, it's because of these painful things that we can experience such depth of love, that without that we wouldn't know and appreciate how much love can heal. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. Should we take a break and introduce this new song we've talked about? Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, I hear it. Oh, wow. I I just, I got to say, you know, this woman. <laughs> I I would love to see her live. I really would, and I want to. I, I really want to meet her someday so I can hug her in person and say thank you for this one song because it kind of encapsulates everything that um, my last four works, four years of work ha- have stood to represent. So, I'm so excited to be playing this tonight. It's just, it's one of those <sighs> moments. <sighs> yeah, yeah. When yeah. I heard it, I was like, oh wow, really. So, um, again, thank you to NV for being the brilliant, amazing, soul-filled being that you are because you nailed it yet again. <laughs> one more once. Yes, so, yes, yes, that's right, folks. The same NV with the Earth Prayer. Uh, we now yeah. move to the next letter in the alphabet. Today's show is brought to you by the letter F and the word Firebird. <laughs> We'll be right back. (laughs) Stay with us, folks. I am a snake.
Oh. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. That was awesome. Isn't that cool? Yeah, and you know, Gene, I can see why you really resonated with that song. Like the the imagery that was coming to me listening to that was just oh, awesome. Doesn't yeah. even come close. I know, I know, and that's why I, said I need to get a new word um, because. <laughs> but it's such a good one. Sometimes, sometimes in um, along your journey, there comes a time in your journey where everything just kind of falls into place. And everything just goes boop, 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 boop. And you sit there and you just are in awe of what has happened. And although we're not going to go into detail, it's up and coming, we'll let you know, um, okay. that happened for Rick and I today. And while that was happening for Rick and I, um, due to a conversation I was having with somebody, he was in his car and this song played. And, it, you know, then he 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 played it for me as soon as I gave him this news, and we were like, yeah, that's it. That's the one. So that synchronicity um, was just, you know, those confirmations, and we wait for them. Uh, when you're on, on that journey, you're looking for those confirmations and those signs, and we know that they're everywhere. We know that synchronicity is its just the way it works, um, and, and we know that... It, if you keep your eyes in, they're going to come. And, and sometimes they're just so blatant and in your face that you can't miss them. And this was one of those times where we were like, okay, confirmation, good. We're in the right direction. Moving on, you know. Next. Yeah, exactly. So it was it's a very exciting song for me because I hadn't heard it. Um, I love Anna V as the artist. I think we play her other song on almost every other show because – I could swim in the energy of her song all day long and, and never get sick of it. And then to hear this coming from an artist that I absolutely adore and respect for all that she represents was just like, ah, oh, you know. <laughs> See, that, that, that's, I what I, that's what I love about, you know, the, the whole synchronistic events and the flow and how things come together is because I I am not a musician. Like I wouldn't be able to pick up a guitar and suddenly this beautiful music flows from me, but something I'm needing to express will come through someone who does know how to play a guitar and can express that music for me. And then, exactly. you know, and then there's the artist or the writer or, the, you know, someone. There's always someone who is another aspect or another expression of something that completes the picture. And and that's the magic and beauty of how, you know, we all sort of do this together, that it is a common journey, that we walk together. Yeah. And it, it, it's, it's, it's just so much fun. I, that's the word I'm using these days all the time. It's mm-hmm. fun because there's this beautiful, amazing diversity on the planet that we live on. And when you bring all that diversity together, it just yeah. paints this amazing picture of humanity. And I would not want to I would not want to live here without that diversity. I I you know, yeah. I, I all the different creations and all the different ways that people can express the same amazing energy is just, it's yummy. Yeah. 
Rick said something the other day. You know, I can't remember the exact words you used, Rick, but it made me laugh. But it was something to to the effect oh, of, you know, what, why are we taking all this so seriously anyway? Like, really? <laughs> and, you know, when we realize that, you know, it it is fun. It is yummy. It is, you know, so, so when we just approach it without all this loaded expectation and pressure and, and, you know, worry about, well, we're going to do it wrong or whatever. It was like, well, no, just do it. <laughs> you know, just live, you know, and, and, and that's what I, I find is happening more and more with people. And, you know, even in the business world, you know, I see a lot of women coming forward and taking ownership of their power and their creativity and their presence and putting it into business business and making it work for them and i i that's wow like that's such a celebration of life and affirming um it's just amazing to me it it is and and i i can't think of a facet of life i've looked at in the past month or two where i've not been able to see the shift happening in that facet yeah it i have any of the facets like shifted 180 degrees? No, but you know this ship floating through space that we call Earth is big. <laughs> it doesn't yeah. turn on a dime, you know. Yeah. And but the shifts are dramatic and noticeable, I think. And and it's it is. It's like it's well, it, it's like come to its point and it's just like whoosh out splashing out through everything rippling out through everything i think collectively something has happened that we are we've all realized you know what we can't just stand on the edge and dip our toes in anymore that you know like like we have to either take the leap and make this shift or we sink with the ship <laughs> it, you know so i i think more and more people are sort of like okay you know i i don't know i'm still scared but you know what i don't want to sink <laughs> so i'm I'm going <laughs> to swim and i'm going to do my damnedest to you know embrace this <laughs> and that's where this the, the vital importance of people actually having the nerve to stand on their truth even for just a moment yeah. and yeah. Th- th- then that gives the permission to the next one that saw it and or heard it or felt it and the next one and then it becomes this explosion it's it's very much like a nuclear chain reaction mm-hmm. if you could see it it's they start very slow one little stray electron runs into an atom and two little stray electrons come out <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Uh, I actually think it's neutrons or I don't know, but one of those particles. One goes into one and two come out. Whoopie-doo. But those two go and hit and each of them launches two. It's literally the they told two friends, they told two friends thing. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it I've seen a demonstration on, on film where they had a bunch of rat traps, each with two ping pong balls on it. And they were sort of in this walled off plexiglass space on the floor. And they toss one ping pong ball in there and you hear pop. Pop, 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 boom. And I mean, it gets loud. Mm-hmm. And and then it's all all done. And we, we uh, it, it, like popcorn yeah. or something. Mm-hmm. And uh, and it is. Yeah, it's just it lights going exactly. on everywhere. It's, it's just, yeah. It, one heart lights up another heart. It's, it's that simple. <laughs> it, it really is. I, I can't. 
we we make it seem so complex. You know, I mean, with with our our various methods and tools and and all that stuff, but at the end of the day, it's such a simple thing. It's if you smile at a stranger, chances are very good that that person is not only going to smile back at you, but that they're going to smile at the next person that they look at. And then yeah. that person's going to smile and that and if you don't believe me, to our listeners, go out tonight or tomorrow or today, whatever day it is you're listening to this, um, or whatever time of day, because I know y'all are over all over the world, and we appreciate that. It's awesome. Um, go out and without any intention other than to see what happens, because curiosity is a fun game to play. Just go out and smile at everybody you meet for like five minutes. Walk down the street and just smile at them all. And be aware of the reaction of the people that you've smiled at and their interactions with the other people that they come across and see what happens. And I'm telling you, just that five minutes that you take to do that will completely alter your perception of how this all works. It'll just shift you. You'll be like, oh, my goodness, I never noticed. I, I was driving down the street one day in, in our quaint little town of Lindsay, and I looked over at the, the corner at the intersection, and the light was red, and I looked over, and here was a student standing with a sign. Um, I can't even remember exactly what the sign said, but it's something like, you know, smile, you are loved. And he, he was just standing there holding this sign and smiling and waving at everybody that went by. And I, I chuckled and I thought, okay, well, that's that's either going to like really make somebody's day or it's going to cause someone to be distracted and have an accident. But either way, that, <laughs> single, that single act of standing on that corner and just holding a sign and saying, smile, you know, you are loved, totally changes the energy of the entire day. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's... That's the magic and the simplicity of it. It's yep. it's so simple. It's so simple. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it 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 the people involved and even the people that just see it, you know, uh, like the the guy with the free hug sign, you know. Yeah. And yeah. even if you don't go get one, if you see somebody give in, sort of be a little and shy, and then okay, and then go get a big hug and. You just it makes you smile, mm-hmm. and uh, it's it's infectious. It's catching. It's yep. a good infection. You know, it's, it's 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 one of those things that people. I guess we have all these. Like I said, we have all these tools and tricks to show us that this works. Um, and and one of my favorite examples is the laughing Buddha, the good luck Buddha. So you've got this funny little man with this big round belly and if you rub the belly it's supposed to bring Mm -hmm. you luck right Mm -hmm. and i was talking to a friend about it one day and we you know we sat down and we said okay how does this work because we see that it works but we you know i'm i'm the curious one i always want to know how and after discussing it for a couple minutes we're like well that it's so simple you rub the buddha belly and you realize that you're rubbing this stone belly and it kind of makes you giggle because it's funny that you're rubbing a Buddha belly to get luck. Mm-hmm. So whatever mood you were in before you started rubbing the belly, by the time you're done rubbing the belly, your mood has shifted. And now you're in a positive space. So you take that positive space out into the wor- world. 
and you share that positive energy with the people that you encounter. Mm-hmm. And that's how the luck of your day changes. Yep. Reminds me of, of people do it. <laughs> it it reminds me of the the yoga pose too, the the laughing baby pose. That you just you can't help, no matter what kind of mood or energy level or whatever you're in, you move into this um, laughing baby pose, and you just it's uncontrollable. This this joy and laughter just wants to bubble up, and you can't help it. It just <laughs> it comes from nowhere, and, and suddenly you just feel really light and happy, and and you you literally are a laughing baby. And and it shifts your entire day. Yeah, it just shifts yeah. your day. Yeah. And so it, it really does. It comes down to those simple little things. Um, and because those speak more and do more and accomplish more than any big movement somebody could be involved in or do or something, you know, um, speeches you could give or even books you could write is, you know, to pass around a little of that energy because it, 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 that's what's been happening with books and songs and art and it's passing around energy. And um, so it, 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 it takes a lot of the load off, I think, too, to people that are like, you know, how can I help? Go be happy. Yeah. What? No, no, how can I help? Yeah, yeah, go be happy. Go be happy. <clears throat> Go to your happy place. We'll come get you when we're ready. And yeah. <laughs> that, you know, but we don't need to fib to you and tell you there's something else. Just go be happy. Go. Mm-hmm. And and you say, well, but you know, me happy? What? There would be. There's these people, and I have a job, and I have. Look, where did this odd idea that if your dreams come true, everybody else on the world gets shafted. Where did that come from? It's an intriguing idea. But it what? <laughs> well no, but if my dream comes true there would be oh what? Wow, there's people and ah uh, who would well, feed my I, dog? I, I think in part, you know, that's an an old remnant of the arrogance that we carry that we we think that we're so important that us deciding to do that one thing suddenly, you know, is earth-shattering to everyone around us. But the more, you know, and I see this in meditation classes that I teach, that, you know, that um, that look of, like, amazement that comes over people's faces when they realize that, you know, it's as simple as coming back to the breath and just being in the body. It's like, that's where it all is. That's this awesome knowledge that we've been seeking all these eons and decades and whatever for, and it comes down to you want to be happy, choose to be happy. Simple. <laughs> Shocked, don't it? All this work yeah. Yeah. for that. All this effort, really? all this struggle, all this strife, and it was just like <laughs> presto change All these processes yeah. and all this stuff I had to learn. Diets and I, I had and to that, go on, and and I think that's, that's it. Different. That's all I, had to do. I think that's the difference when we start to consciously choose our our experience on the journey, as opposed to letting the journey happen, and then looking back and realizing, like, oh, all that stuff happened, and I wasn't present enough to enjoy it and have fun with it. <laughs> 
but but when you're fully present, you can still have all those experiences, but you you have it in a totally different way because you're you're just you know embracing it and and you know it, your word that it's it's you said earlier, Jean, that it's yummy. That you you can experience that yumminess of the journey, and instead of you know looking back and saying, oh, you know, I wish I'd realized that sooner. I would have enjoyed that more. <laughs> you know. Yeah, it, it's mm-hmm. it's like those times when people would ask somebody like like Muji, you know, okay, yeah. so you reach this point where you realize that it's all and it's not you and it's nobody's but 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 then what do you do? And he, there's always just this moment where they look at him like, "Really? Wow!" You know what my you have great. lost track of your imagination because you won't run out of things to do, and you can do the same stuff you're oh, doing yeah. today, but it'll be different. <laughs> yeah, but you know, my saving grace in all this is is to know absolutely that regardless of how much I mess up, I just have to go back back to the breath, and there's always a starting over. <laughs> right. So I, there's so that there's that phoenix energy again. Yeah. Right. There's that yeah. that phoenix energy that she talks about in the song. Yeah. It's it's all okay because I just you know all right I'll burn up no problem I'm just gonna crawl yeah. out of the ashes get back up and take flight again. Yeah. <laughs> What's the problem? I don't understand. It's really, it's like okay, well I had that experience. Now I see it differently. So now I'm gonna have this other experience. <laughs> Next, exactly. <laughs> you yeah. know, yeah, and 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 um, and, and like I said, it is. It's very liberating. It, it's very. Uh, it's it's. There's no weight to it. It's very light. It's very. Ooh. It's freedom. Here's a light. Here's a word. It's very enlightening. Ah. Oh, 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 you brought out the e word. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. And we, I, we practically started this show with, you know, that the whole enlightenment thing would go better if you people would just lighten up. Just lighten up. There's just really <laughs> not anything that serious going on down here. Yeah. Really. And and it 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 really, I think, points out this point of view thing. You know, you just look at it different, and you know, like Jane was saying earlier, what what are you looking at over there? That it's, one. It's a spot in the harsh. <laughs> the whole wall's been truth. painted new. <laughs> it's a harsh truth to come to terms with the idea that there will be starving children in the world as long as you believe that children need to be fed. <sighs> and I I understand that it is a difficult energy to try and wrap your mind and your heart around, but it was one of the things that that Jesus came to teach was that. I don't heal anybody. I just see them as not needing to be healed. Mm-hmm. They never needed to be healed in the first place. You see the wholeness, and the wholeness expresses. Exactly. But you didn't come exactly. here to heal the whole world? Well, no. <laughs> that would be no fun. You can't nobody, heal what's already you healed. You can't do it. Right. And But you can see how the... Yeah. healer thing can rapidly turn into, oh my goodness, it's too big of a job. What do I do? Because yeah. when you express that your life's going to be about finding these people that need to be healed, ooh, <clears throat> you'll find just how creative you can be and how many people like that you can manifest. Because, boy, here, look out there. <laughs> <yourself. laughs> 
yeah. <laughs> and dysfunctional in yeah. ways you never thought you imagined. <clears throat> that whole I want to be the light, shine the light into the dark room. Well, you need the dark room to shine the light into. So if you want to be the light in the dark, mm-hmm. here is as much dark as we can give you. Go ahead and be the light. Yeah. It's it, it it's it's difficult for some to understand and to kind of like I said wrap their head and their heart around. But once you get it, things get so much more entertaining. Oh, they do. That's the other e word. <laughs> yes. Yes. Better e word. Well, I don't know. I like enlightenment as long as we go take it to the lightning part. Yeah, keep it in context in which the spirit, the spirit of which it was given in the originally, absolutely, absolutely. And I think that that, you know, that that's the fun part of what's going to happen over the next, the next couple of years. We're just going to see more and more and more and more of this. And we're going to get to see it from a space of being aware of what we're witnessing. And that, to me, is really cool, too. It, I mean, it's it's not a blindsided kind of thing. Holy crap, the world just changed. What happened? Where, you know, what? Ah! Well, because really, um, if, you, if you went to sleep and woke up and it was absolutely completely like that different, you probably wouldn't know that it was any different because you would have, your brain and everything would have shifted with it. So we get to watch the process. We didn't come here to process stuff. We came to watch the process. Backwards, nerd thing. It's a backwards thing. Earth, backwards, (laughs) backwards. Okay, backwards. Turn it around. Mm -hmm. Let's see. I'll believe it when I see it. No, no, no. I'll see it when I believe it. Okay, yeah, yeah. Process. (laughs) Came to process stuff. No. I I came to have some ideas and then watch the process of how that happens. Because it's fun. (laughs) Process is fun to watch. I don't want to do it. Yeah, it really is. Really is. So what else is going on with life, the universe, and everything with Inceptional Souls and stuff? Yeah, what have you been up to? I mean, we just spent an hour talking about well, some really cool stuff, but what have, what have you been up to? <laughs> uh, well... <laughs> And this way I said earlier, you know, like for me to talk about my work, like in some ways it's kind of boring because it's the home drum of every day that, um, you know, like I, I'm essentially working three jobs now. Working here, I work part-time as a volunteer coordinator at the um, local food distribution warehouse. It's food to banks and member agencies, feeding the hungry children that you talked about. Um <laughs> Along with along with um, oh, trying no. to you know trying to do my work you know oh don't don't apologize yeah. you know it it is what it is and and you know believe me there's been days that I'm in there looking around and saying what is this really about what what lesson does it serve for me or you know what is it showing me what am I believing to create this experience but juggling all of those roles um, with the intention of you know. I've had many days where I'm beating my head against the wall and saying, what am I doing? Like, I want to be doing my real work. And then it's like a little tap on the shoulder. It says, you are doing your work. 
are. You know, you you are oh, being the presence in the world because it's you know it, it's about being in the stuff and living it, breathing it, experiencing it, and it's capturing those moments and embodying that right where you are. So there, there's another E word for you, embodying. But it's yeah, you like the E words. <laughs> well, they're great. I like E words too. Yeah. But um, but yeah, that's what I've been up to is, you know, continuing with my lessons and realizing, you know, as soon as I start to kind of get ahead of myself with ego, then I have this experience that kind of, you know, knocks me back and I'm like, hold on a minute, you know, keep yourself in check here and realize that, you know, it, it's not about what I'm doing. It's the fact that I'm still moving forward. I'm still holding awareness and I'm still having the willingness to continue to grow so it's interesting because I had all these ideas in the beginning about what exceptional soul services was going to be all about and you know and I had these wonderful um, ideas about you know how I was going to be a healer and I'm going to have this wonderful practice I'm going to work with people and it's going to be all you know this is going to be great but I soon really started to realize that that the more that I walked alongside people and was willing to show people my own troubles and my own insecurities, the more um, joyful and loving and I I don't even know the words for it, but the the more expandedness came in that we all benefit. And I, I um, I started really feeling the need to get back to more of a ritual practice for myself. And it was like my soul was just sort of craving, I need to meditate. I need that quietness. I need to remember that happy place inside me in order to do anything else. So from that, I started having these weekly meditation gatherings, and and I have this group of beautiful souls that come and we share like really amazing conversation, and we share um, experiences with each other, and we and we learn and grow so much with each other. It, it's just it's amazing to me. So everything that I'm doing now is, you know, being revealed day by day to me. So it's, I never really know how to answer what is my work. It's like, well, ask me tomorrow and see what's happening. <laughs> yeah. So, so, so essentially you, I, I mean, I think, and we're hearing this so often right now, so often, so many of our guests, it's like, I started down this road, I knew exactly where I was going, I knew it was how yeah. I was going to get there, I had this big plan, and then yeah. my spirit came along and disabused me of all of my notions, and my soul was laid bare to the world, and there I was naked and wondering what I was going to do with that. And yeah, every single one of them have said, soon as I figured out that it wasn't about doing it for others or healing others or helping others, my first priority was to make myself whole. My first priority was to walk my own path, that others would come and they would come to to share that journey with me and I wouldn't have to look for them and they would just they would just be there. Um, and we hear it all the time. Like we really do. We hear it all the time. That it's just, it's, and that's I guess why it's EverydayConnection.me. Um, yeah. Because if every single person on the planet could just take care, of, yeah. take care of me, yeah. then everybody would be taken care of. Yep. 
Well, I found I don't like the the whole focus of everything that I'm doing. I found it has come full circle, and and now it's more about you know we talked earlier about the whole notion of what a healer is and, and whatever, and that you know like we can't set out that we're going to fix everyone's problems because number one, the problem is that we're seeing that there's a problem. <laughs> But what I'm finding, like my my whole focus now in everything I do with people is to sort of, you know, mirror it back to them and saying, you know, why is it that you feel you're lacking, that you you have to be coming and being healed? And I find the most powerful, (coughs) the most powerful connections and and healing that comes from me, you know, sitting with someone is a simple thing like holding their hand and looking them in the eye and saying, you are loved. You are worth it. And that alone, has, you know, I could feel it just energetically. I can feel things lifting from, from people, and it's just amazing. And I, it, I know... It is, it's amazing to have to give people, Nancy, because I experienced it myself. Things yeah. shifted for me, finally shifted for me health-wise yeah. when I said I am worth it. I I have the right yeah. to be whole and healthy and well and vibrant yeah. and alive. Yeah, to not be in pain and to not suffer. Mm-hmm. And that's when things shifted. Everything yeah. shifted. And sometimes you need somebody's help to see how awesome and amazing you are. Mm-hmm. But what an what a what a cool role to play. Is yeah. I'm not I'm not a healer, I'm a mirror. I'm a mirror to your brilliance. I'm going to yeah. shine your brilliance back at you until you can see it clearly. Mhm. And that's that's an amazing role to play, and that's yep. why I love you so much because you just you get it and you live it and you do it and and you just it flows for you naturally. You just naturally progress to the next step. Next step. Every time I talk to you, <laughs> I, that's you know that. <laughs> that that's why I say that you you know I, I kind of chuckle when people say, well, so you know what are you up to? And I'm like, what am I not? Like, it just seems like every day there's something new and something shifting. And, you know, my, my partner sort of rolls her eyes and gets pretty exasperated sometimes because it's like, you know, there's always new ideas or there's always something going on. I don't know if I can keep up with you. <laughs> but it, it's just, you know, that's what it's all about. That's what makes life exciting. And, and for me, I don't know, like when I sit with someone and see them being able to, to cry and take a breath and nod their head and say, yeah, you know, I am worth it, then I've done my work because I've helped them Absolutely. recognize that in themselves. Yeah, I had a friend of mine comment um, a couple of weeks ago, said, you rock. And I said, no, you rock. I just enjoy pointing it out to you. <laughs> yeah, I like that. <laughs> yeah. It's it's how I get yeah. my jollies. I, you know, yeah. look, you're awesome. Look, look, you're awesome. Yep. And it's it's nice to have it finally be to where most folks go. Really? Oh, cool. As opposed to no, I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> mm. It is. It is. What amazing energy we live in now. It's just astounding. Um, and astounding that. Here's this, you know, I'm going to go out on a limb there and say soul sister who's who's kind of taken the journey with us but not with us because cause we don't keep in touch on a regular basis. 
you know, we touch base every what six months ish. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and every every single time we do, we're still on the same path, going in the same direction. It's like, yeah. hey, hey, you're still here. That's cool. Look what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah, come play here for a second, and then you can go yeah. back and do what you're going to And it's, well, yeah, and we, it's, we, it's yeah. we join together for a bit, and we sit around the campfire, and we tell stories, and we laugh, and we celebrate each other, yeah. and then we yep. stroll on. And mm-hmm. this is could allow, this is how you allow all of these relationships, no matter what they are, your business relationships, your significant relationship, your whatever. You get up in the morning, and you go walk your walk, and you get together in the evening, and you sit around the campfire and tell stories and laugh about it. And mm-hmm. you, you you could have spent the day walking together, walking apart, walking different directions, one walking, the one night. It doesn't matter. What does that matter? And um, because they're all valid things to do. And um, it, it it's cool when you find somebody that's walking the road with you. But... It's cool when you find somebody that's not, but you keep meeting up at the rest stops, you know? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Well, you and know, I think that's an important reminder to people is that you don't um, – these valuable, amazing relationships that we've built with each other, um, I'm, and I mean just us three, but all of us collectively, um, you, you don't need to hold the hand of a friend the entire way through the journey. To know that the friend is still with you in spirit. Absolutely. Well, you know, going back to an earlier comment about, you know, this idea that you start off with this brilliant vision, like, oh, this is what my work is going to be. And, you know, you get these visions of things that are going to unfold and you get so discouraged along the way and you think like, oh, well, you know, that didn't work or whatever. I might as well scrap that idea or whatever. But what I'm starting to see is, you know, that, that thread, that ties things together that you might temporarily lose sight of it because you think in your own puny little mind that, well, it didn't fit this way, so it must not work. But then you realize that, you know, that these recognition of of the threads and the synchronicities and and how things are falling into place is that, you know, really that the vision is unfolding on a continuous basis. It's just it, it happens only when things are in alignment for it to happen in truth. So, it, you know, all, all the things that I set out initially thinking, oh, okay, well, I've got to do this and I've got to do that. And, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, this is what my work is going to be. And, and I realize that, yeah, my work is still that, but it's not that in the way that I thought it was going to be. <laughs> so, and that's, that's interesting because that's another thing we've been talking about a lot lately um, is that it really is about holding that final vision in your mind and then letting go of the how. Right, and then just just walking, just moving forward, and taking each next next step as as it comes, as it's time to take the step, and letting go of the how. How is that going to happen? How is that going to work? How is that going to come together? Who is going to be involved with it? Not aware. Every step that you're inspired to take against the yardstick of how much closer is that going to get me to my goal? Yeah, exactly. Right. And, you know, and, and, you know, that points back to that whole missing the experience thing is that, you know, if if we're so caught up in, you know, being so serious about, well, I have to do this right and I have to follow this step and I have to, you know, you miss the point 
in, you know, when you're in the flow and just having fun with it and breathing and, you know, like just being in peace with whatever comes, it naturally will come into the vision anyway. And I think that's what I've been realizing over the past few months. I mean, I've been, like I said, I've been working these three jobs and realizing that, wow, like what am I doing here? I'm like running my battery so low and being so wrapped up and concerned about, you know, having to make this happen and things need to fit into place. And I I ran myself down to the point where I started to get sick. And I, I realize, you know, I'm, I'm back to the chiropractor now and I have to be going for treatments for like the le- next year and a half because I've got all this spine stuff going on. And and to me, it's like, wow, like this is a very clear indication that, you know, I've not been listening to my soul. I've been getting the kicks in the behind, but I've been ignoring it. And the result is that, well, you know, I start to get depleted and I get run down because I'm trying to do things in a way that I think they're supposed to happen. But when I let go and and just go with the flow, suddenly I have this new person showing up, you know, a new client that, you know, has some concerns that um, it's an opportunity then for me to sit and just be present and, and recognize that, you know, she's presented as the mirror for me to show me that I just need to be present and loving and say, you're worth it. So... Yeah, because when you're in that space, the right thing to say, the right thing to do, the right way to listen, the right, all of that stuff just happens. It absolutely does. And sometimes you say it and you kind of go, whoa. Yeah. That sounded pretty like, almost like wisdom. Was that me? Yeah. Yeah. I can't say anything that profound. I don't have that in me. Oh, oh, yes, you do. I guess I do. Because it came out. Yes, you do. (laughs) Yeah. What a what a, a beautiful wow. gift to mm. give people. It really is, Nancy. I just um you, your energy, everything that you represent, everything that you are, your journey as it has been, um you know, I you're so in alignment with the energy of the times. And um I don't know, you're just uh, can I be a mirror for for a second and tell you that you're just absolutely amazing? Can you use the word awesome? <laughs> yeah, and and you know I have to tell you I your your book Truth. You gave that to me a year ago. I've been reading that like every day for the past I don't know week or so, and I I'm relating so much to it, and and I think about you know that what we talked about already about you know the sharing of stories and and recognizing that you know we're all in this together that we're all on this journey and you know we just need to be able to share the stories and and help each other grow from it. And to not be afraid of those stories because they're the essence of truth. And that is something that is coming back to me in in my work with Inceptional Soul Services. You know, this this book that I published back in uh, 2003, whatever it was, I, I sort of got overwhelmed with it. And I kind of put it aside and I thought, oh, you know, this is too much. I can't... <laughs> Whatever, but I'm, I'm I'm realizing it's coming up more and more, and I, I bump into these you know random people who you know I know are not so random. They they 
are angels coming to tell me, you know, because I'm ignoring the kick on the butt. So they have to stand in front of my face and speak directly to me and, and say, you need to write. You need to, to share your stories. You need to express. And that's what I'm coming back to now. So so my my practice is transforming again. So I've recently I read your book. And I loved your book. Yeah. And I embraced your book because I recognized you through the book. I was like, oh, that's a soul sister. She's yeah. on the same journey yeah. I am. And um, yeah, it's interesting that you see the book, my my book now, because in the last week, a whole bunch of people have just randomly popped up. That, I know. You know. I struggled yeah. with that. I struggled with that for like two years. I was this yeah. author. I published three books. Why, you know, why don't people know about it? Why aren't people buying them? Blah, 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 blah. Why am I not getting any feedback from it? And then I let it go. I just, I, I, I came, I did the radio show with Rick. I dived into the energy of this show. I have enjoyed swimming in the energy of this show. And I let Nikki the pen, Nikki the author, Jean the author, I let that go. I let it go. And then as soon as I did that, all of a sudden, all these people are popping up going, hey, yo, I'm reading your book. I read your book. It's, it's done this for me. It's done that for me. And... Again, that's that letting it go thing, you know. I mean, not trying to force it to be what you envision it to be through Every your manipulation and your action. Yeah. Every yep. time I turn around, you're posting somebody else on your wall holding up your book going, man. I know. I know. Yeah. I I love seeing pictures of people holding my book. So hopefully I'll see one of Nancy holding my book soon, too, because I love Aww. seeing that because it's a reminder, you know. It's like it's not a reminder that, yes, I'm – a powerful being and that my writing helps people it's a reminder of that once i let that go that was my key moment that was my turning point that's what mm-hmm. changed my personal life my sense of well-being my sense of empowerment yep. by letting my my assumed perception yeah. of where i should be go just yeah. let it go you know it let go, let God. End of story. Yeah, it, yeah you know, for me, a big part is letting go of the attachment of outcome. That, you know, having these expectations and, and, you know, and desires. I mean, I'm human. You know, I have things that I would love to see happen in my life or whatever. But letting go of, of these attachments around what it all is or its purpose or, or whatever. And... Like it, to me, your your book and me picking up that and reading it, it you know, it, it's just another demonstration of how you are the messenger for that truth, and and you show that by demonstration by your willingness to share it and let it go. And I, I, I don't I know, like Nancy, I was I was dying. I was literally physically well, yeah. dying. I had, I was sick. I couldn't even dress myself. I had to let it go. I didn't have a choice. It was either let it go, or let this life go. And I, I'll be damned if I'm doing that because I came here to have fun, yo. I yeah. This is the best time to be alive ever in the history of mankind. I want to be here and see this and bear witness to this incredible growth and expansion that is humanity's journey. Yeah. I want to be here. So I had to let it go. And you're right. We all desire that end result. You know, I mean, we, we think we know what we want. But at the end yeah. of the day, our, our soul and our spirit knows what we've planned for ourselves. 
So our assumptions, our physical assumptions and, and those flesh desires, really, they don't matter much because the outcome is going to be what it's going to be. And once you realize that and just trust that you know what's best for you, meaning your higher self, and it's going to guide you there whether yeah. you like it or not, you know, and, and once you do that, then that's, and I miss that. When I wrote Truth, when I wrote Going Home to Hat, all three books, you know, yep. I the answer was in truth. That's what, I'm still kicking myself to this day, or I was until recently, still kicking <laughs> myself because the answer is in my first freaking book. <laughs> and and I had to write truth. three more. <laughs> <laughs> I had to write two more books to get my yep. shit together. But yeah. the answer was in the first book. Yeah. <laughs> like, hello. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. Well, you know, and, and well, and, and but two, the answer was in your first book, but you felt like you had a need to tell the world the answer because they weren't yeah. getting it. Yeah. Well. Yeah, I was fortunate. I it. was. I was. That's right. It had nothing to do with the world. Nothing to do with the world at all. Um, here's the, I gotta tell this world this message, this thing that I've seen. I gotta show them because they can't see it. They don't see it. Arr! Um, and I had to let that go too. And once I let it go, then people started picking up the book and going, "Hey, I see it." I was I like, "Cool." <laughs> yeah. Welcome to my sandbox. Come play. <laughs> it's a different energetic around it, I guess. And I guess that's where the shift lies. And um. Um, just it's it's cool to you know, to recognize that. For for me, it's it's interesting because I started out, you know, when I graduated from university, I had my sociology degree, my criminology um, training, and I, you know, went into this career job. You know, I was going to be a counselor. You know, and I did eight years. I stayed in this role as a, a counselor at a residential center and working with people with addictions, mental health, you know, family breakdown, child abuse, you know, whatever, all this stuff. And then I started to feel this calling toward something that I didn't know what it was. It's right now. Something is not right here. Like I had kind of moved into this life that I was just going through the motions, but I was connected. I didn't know who I was. I didn't have any sense of who I was. So on this whole other journey, I discovered, you know, like the healing work and meditation and all this, you know, wonderful stuff. So I went off on this other tangent. And I really, in a way, I turned my back on the whole notion of, um, you know, being a social worker or, you know, a counselor or whatever. But it's interesting to me that in the last few years, everyone that I've been, been blessed to work with and <coughs> grow with, they have shown me without a doubt that part of my purpose is tied into a role as a counselor. But for me, the structure had to come apart around my whole belief of what a counselor was and what that looked like. So now I find myself going back into the counseling field with a whole different attitude and a whole different perspective on what that involves. And I, I realize it's, you know, about empowering the person who's sitting in front of me with helping them see for themselves what's already there. So I did, made a big decision to go back to university to get my master's in counseling. And that for me was a huge step of embracing everything that I had previously rejected. And so, that's, what, that's 
I get that because that's what we've done by me entering the media again. Yeah. By me re-entering yeah. the media again because I went to college <clears throat> for journalism and then yep. I I didn't like the energy of what was journalism at the time, and so I I bashed journalism and and multimedia and big media corporations and mainstream media for a really long time because I was like they're lying they're it's it's all it's all a lie. And then yeah. I realized, what is wrong with you? You're sitting there saying that there is something wrong with it. But you have this gift of storytelling. You have this gift of sharing. Why not use those skills to to change what's going on? Oh, you, you Instead could have of some, complaining about it. You could have some great conversations with my partner because she, she's a journalist. And uh, she works for a community newspaper. So some of what you just said, you know, resonated very much, and it reminded me of conversations I've had with my partner. But, you know, anyway, that's a whole other story. Yeah, well, and it, but it hasn't been that long since I saw you post on your wall, yeah. Jane, that um, you don't like what the media is saying? Be the media. Get up and say what you think needs to be said. And Yeah, and I think that's what Nancy's saying, that she's reentering the, the field of, of counseling because – counseling as it as it was maybe not so beneficial in today's energy but counseling as Nancy understands it to be now is going to be a huge assistance and a huge gift to humanity so and i think that that's the basic message is if you don't like the way things are being done instead of complaining about the system get your ass back into the system don't stay outside of the system and point your finger at it and say there's something wrong with it. Get yeah. in there. Get your go hands find your, dirty. Go find your balance and then get yeah. back in there and, and exactly. yeah. express it. Be the yeah. system. We are. Don't we stay are in one society. We are society. Well, you know, that whole analogy when you think of, you know, if, if you see your neighbor, you know, struggling, you know, if, if if his fence is falling down and he's standing there holding his fence and struggling with all of his might to try and hold it up, to try and secure it, do you just stand there and watch him and, you know, see him struggle? Or do you say, you walk over and say, hey, would you like a hand, you know, and help him hold it up? So to me, it's the same thing that, you know, recognizing that, you know, instead of me being so negative and judgmental of the whole system, like you just said, then I need to be able to go in and work with it in a new way and give fresh perspective to how it's approached. And it's funny yeah. because I was accepted to the School of Social Work. I'm like, I, I applied and it got accepted right away. And several of my colleagues were astounded because they thought like, well, how did that happen? Because we've been trying, like we've applied like four years in a row and we couldn't get in. I got in on my first go I get in there, and I'm there like three months. I think I might have lasted, and I was just so appalled by everything that I was hearing, that it, that it was so entrenched in negativity and, and living out of boxes, like these boxed approaches to concepts, and, and I really didn't see a whole lot of room for an expanded awareness and, and fresh approach to things, so I got out of there. And I walked away from it, and, and I just totally rejected the whole thing. But now, like I said, I find myself coming back there with this whole different perspective and, and appreciation for the, the inherent value that is in that system that we need to nurture. And I, I want to be part of that 
new system that emerges, and I want to be one of those people that helps nurture that and, and help it grow. And that's that's Amen. exactly the the best way to end the show tonight because that's really the key element to the shift that is happening right now. That what you just said, what you just explained, that's the key element. Well, that I want to be part of the new system. That you know the message that I got years ago: the structures will fall. Well, I have to let go of my own structures and be willing to be part of the co-creative process of establishing the new structures. Amen. Absolutely, because that's, you know, let go of the how. Goodness gracious, lady, I love you. (laughs) (laughs) Right on. Right on. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Um, We have time, and I haven't even pulled up calendar. Uh-oh. Oh my goodness! It's well, we have been Don such a pleasure. It has oh been. yeah! Oh yeah! I forgot. That's I can't believe I forgot that. Wow! Time ah! flies when you're having okay. fun, hey? Right. <laughs> it does. Oh, um, great to connect with do, you two again. We do appreciate you giving your time yeah. to us. Oh, you too. Absolutely. Thank so, you so Nancy, much. Nancy, can you tell people? Tell people because we have a, most of our listeners are. Um, Podcast listeners, they because they, they're from all over the world, and we love you all, the legions all you. that you are, the thousands, thousands that you are. That there are. Um, we we they come from all over, so they listen at different times. They listen on iTunes. They listen, yep. you know, wh- however it's comfortable for them to listen. So, can you spell out your websites for them and, and the name of your your book still for sale? Yeah. I'm assuming on Amazon. If you could um, tell it, them it where it to is, find you. I encourage everyone to contact me for my book because you can get it cheaper and you don't have to pay exorbitant shipping charges. Um, but, yeah, my website, um, probably the easiest one to, to go to is just simply www.nancygoss.com. It's N-A-N-C-Y-G-O-S-S-E.com. Or my um, work website is www.inceptionalsoul.com. It's I-N-C-E-P-T-I-O-N-A-L-S-O-U-L.com. So if you contact me through either of those websites, and um, I'm going to be doing some work on them in the next uh, few weeks to make it more user-friendly, and I'm hoping to have some links on there to direct purchase for my book. But in the meantime, you can just email me, and I'm happy to arrange uh, sending out a copy for anyone who'd like it. And I sell them for $20. It's a a good read, people. So go see Nancy. Well, you know, my story is everyone's story in some way. So I'm happy to share it it and and invite conversation and dialogue to to help each other on the journey. So Absolutely. Okay. Awesome. I'll say it again. Awesome. It's a good word. It's one of the better ones we have. It we is have awesome. Good yeah, ones, you know, when you get a good word like that, you just got to hold on to use it because it works. Yeah, so we get the next better. You know. <laughs> we just don't want to get from having some awe to being full of awe. Then instead of awe, well, we, we'd be all full. Awful. Like <laughs> full of awe. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's so confusing. <laughs> I know. So we yeah. have we okay. have next week some exciting you actually might appreciate this one and we might even get you back on and talk about the same same topic sometime. Sure. I think you might um you might have some appreciation for this. 
We have my uh, Shaw woman friend from from Canada, another Canadian. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's two in a row. Um, and she's a Shaw woman, and she's coming to talk uh, talk about sexuality and spirituality. Oh, good one. Yeah, yeah it it's going to be an awesome show. Um, and then we have on Thursday, we're going to mix it up from the Shaw woman who's talking about sexuality and spirituality, and we're going to jump over to a very Christ-centered Rich Novak who took his healing journey um, through through Christianity. And uh, what a, a journey this guy has been on. He wrote a book, and it's called Rich in, in Christ. And um, his name is Rich, and he, he walks that he doesn't just talk the talk. He's one of those rare treasured people who actually walk the walk, and he's going to be a joy to have on the show. Absolutely. And um, so, everybody um, have fun this weekend. It's St. Patrick's Day. Woohoo! Uh, oh, oh and happy birthday to my daughter on Saturday. Yes. No, happy birthday. birthday. Birthday wishes. And uh, uh, to the big birthday girl, it's sweet 16, even. 16. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, enjoy every moment, my dear girl. Celebrate it with awe. (laughs) Because it's awesome. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) So everybody have a great weekend. Join us Tuesday. All right. Take care. Until then. To our mother to each other, and especially to yourself. Stay connected. Good night, everybody. (laughs) We hope you'll join us again next time. Until then, visit our website at everydayconnection.me and please like our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash everydayconnection. Think you might miss an episode? No problem. Subscribe to our show on iTunes by searching for Everyday Connection Radio. Subscriptions are free, just like your Everyday Connection. And I enjoy. So you're ready to ask the biggest question of your life. The only question before that question. How do you find the perfect ring to ask it with? With the incredible selection of diamonds at Jared and our price match guarantee, you can dare to stop searching and find the perfect diamond at a price you'll love. Visit your local Jared store today and dare to be devoted. We promise to match any price on a like loose certified diamond of the same quality from any other jewelry retailer. See jared.com slash price match for details. So you're ready to ask the biggest question of your life. The only question before that question. How do you find the perfect ring to ask it with? With the incredible selection of diamonds at Jared and our price match guarantee, you can dare to stop searching and find the perfect diamond at a price you'll love. Visit your local Jared store today and dare to be devoted. We promise to match any price on a like loose certified diamond of the same quality from any other jewelry retailer. See jared.com slash price match for details.